We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for our Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Tongue of Iloa. Not Tua Tagle of Leoa. A for effort. Dolphins quarterback. Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Chris Sims can go to hell. Daddy loves you guys. Our Tua with Tobin and Leroy. Check the history of Ladies and gentlemen, Tobin and Leroy taking you up until two o'clock today as talk a little Dolphins with our guy Seth Levitt coming up in about uh, 15 minutes or so. Always like checking in with him on a, on a Tuesday from the uh, Fish Tank podcast and the Miami Dolphins post game show. Get to some man lines here brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. I don't know where Leroy went. He's uh, he's gone all of a sudden. Man, so uh, he's here. Ah, oh, there he is. There he is. By the way, uh, you know Leroy, I find it interesting. You know, I mean, quite frankly, almost hypocritical that a guy who comes from one of the greatest offenses of all time, one of the most prolific offenses of all, of all time, the fifteen and one Vikings, is sitting here talking about eh, the Dolphins. They don't need this. No embarrassment of riches. You guys were an embarrassment of riches. And then all of a sudden, you know, you would have said, oh, no, I don't want more receiving help. That's just odd to me. It's very strange. With all the things that were going on that year, with all the scoring, yep. with Randy Moss, Jake Reed, Chris Carter, and all the receivers they had, Matthew Hatchett. Um, we even had our own little Wes Welker and Chris Walsh. Um, Tangibles. They didn't need any more help in that room. By the way, I think that uh, I think that Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle are going to pass Chris Carter and Randy Moss by like uh, by like week twelve. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. What do you think they would have done? What do you guys? Let's do a. What do you think you guys would have done in today's day and age? Huh? What do you think they would have done in today's day and age? Uh. For the, for the record, just so I give you the numbers for that year, I would say uh, I would Randy, say I wait hold on I would say I could put I could put Randy in the same class as Tyreek Hill as far as game changer, mm-hmm. but Chris Carter was more of like a possession guy. I think Jalen Waddle was a little faster. Chris Carter that year had a thousand one thousand eleven yards. 
and Randy Moss had 1,313 yards. Right, but how? But 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 here's the deal: How much did Jake Reed have? Jake Reed had 474 yards. Oh wow! I thought he had more than that. Could have used OBJ. Do you have a thousand yard rusher? You did. You had a Robert Smith. Right. Maybe you heard of him. I think I had you know, fi- I had 500. You uh yes you you right. were you were you were pushing 500 plus 200 yards receiving. Right. And uh, so so think about that. And Robert Smith had like 1,300 yards from scrimmage or so. Right. So think about that. So the running backs almost had 2,000 yards. Yeah, but these running well, backs, wait, you know. Wait, no. Think about this. You're comparing two people, but you forgot to include the 2,000 yards amassed by the running. Wait, how many touchdowns? How many touchdowns do me and Robert have? Touchdowns. 15. Right. So almost. Oh, that's Hold on. That's rushing. Wait. So 2,000 yards. Almost 20 touchdowns. 2,000 yards, 20 touchdowns, and we haven't even gotten to the receivers yet. Let's see. Randy Moss, 17 touchdowns. <laughs> Randy has 17. <laughs> wait, go. Because I think Chris Carter had 10. He had 12. 12. So wait. So wait. So so four guys. We're right. talking about 2,400 yards receiving. 29, 29 touchdowns there. I think mm-hmm. I might have had a couple of touchdowns receiving too. So that's thirty touchdowns a, receiving, right? Yep. And uh, then rushing. No, you you touchdowns receiving like the total team, or you just between you four. Us four. Uh, Twenty nine, thirty one. Yeah, you guys said thirty three. Right. So so, like so, we're talking about. <laughs> About 20, 25, 2,600 yards between all of us, mm-hmm. right? 33 touchdowns. That's not counting Jake Reed and, and the, the others. That's just the four of us. And almost 2,000 yards rushing. I mean, you guys scored the vast majority wait, of the touchdowns. Wait. <laughs> and almost 2,000 yards rushing. Well, I'm just saying a little bit. What's wrong with an embarrassment of riches? You think that they said, ah, we have Robert. We'll be fine. Let's go get Leroy. You know, let's, let's, let, you know, I'm saying, no, that's let's not, just keep on adding up, see, baby. See, how I ended up with the Vikings was two years before that, Robert was out for the season. Mm-hmm. And then I just resigned with them. No insurance policy. Oh, Odell Beckham ain't signing on a team as an insurance policy. Why do you think you what? I thought Melvin Ingram made a great case. Have you ever met an ego? He does have a big ego, but so does Tyreek Hill. Yeah, but but you know what kind of helps with an ego? One thirty million. I'm talking about. Fair point. Okay. Okay. Fair point. You you know you ever notice the guys who making all the money are always team guys. Cause they already got theirs, and it's I'm fair. not saying this is not. I'm not blasting Tyreek about this, but I'm saying like, you, you think you could sell? Let, let me ask you a question. I want you to have the conversation. I'm a bobj, and you come to me, and ask me to join your team. Yep, yep. As a little sweetener, insurance policy. Yeah, a little sweetener, baby. You know what that translates to? You may not even play, but just in case. And I understand he went to a Rams team last year where they needed him. 
because uh, Woods got hurt. They were they needed and and his role obviously wasn't happy in Cleveland because his father was you know breaking down bum footage of Baker Mayfield and putting it online. Um, <laughs> you say bum footage? It ruined Baker Mayfield's <laughs> career. <laughs> no, I wait. I'm gonna be honest about this. Hmm? Baker ruined Baker's career. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but Melvin Ingram, like, look at this chat yesterday. Wrote, Jay Fig, bring up this chat. You're gonna tell me this isn't a, a chummy, a chummy thing going back and forth? Like I think you sell them on. I'm not disputing that at all. You know, look at back and forth. You know, I think that they, you know, talking about wait, what are we gonna do in Miami, baby? Yeah, not for the guy next to OBJ. He looks like he's stressing about something. <laughs> that guy looks like he's trying. He's like, somebody lost Jimmy Butler's shoes no, in the second half. He looked like he just lost all of his crypto money. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this look before, though. This is Leroy trying to tell the Uber driver where to leave his empanada. <laughs> like, like, dude, you're in the wrong building. That's the front, not the back. I told you. <laughs> Wait, you know it's messed up. When you pay extra to have them hand deliver it and they send you a picture of your food outside of a building. <laughs> May not even be the building you're in. That's something, dude. It really is. I don't know what's going on there. Um, all right. Heat won last night. We'll get back into that a little bit later on. They beat the Phoenix Suns 113 to 112. Uh, can I get Mike McDaniel? Dolphins are on a bye week. He uh, explained what he is going to do uh, during the bye week. Here's McCochin. I'm a leader by example. And I'm going to show these guys how to rest my butt off. <laughs> and then uh, uh, when I'm not asleep, I'll be, I'll be dadding and, uh, and husbanding. I'll have some honeydews. I will do my chores because I won't want to be in the doghouse. I might, I might kind of like at the end of the week just kind of like skirt some of those honeydews just knowing that there won't be ramifications because I'll be back at work. So, But until then, I'm all right. I'll tell you what, McCochin, you better take that iPad to the office, dude, because I've tried that move before, trying to watch a game and saying I'm working. That doesn't get me out of taking that out of the trash. Just saying, dude. Food for thought. Man, I'm going to tell you what. It's a vet move. You want to, like, taking the trash out at my house is punishment. It's long. It's long. <laughs> it, is, it is quite a way. You're like, no, not the trash. got to strap it to your dogs, man. Gotta I was looking at it right now, actually, because it was trash day. It was trash day today. It's all the way down that drive. I'm like, damn it. I don't want to go back and get that. I, I like, I want, basically, I, I wanted a golf cart. With a little thing on the back, just so I could take my trash <laughs> to the street, but I, it, it wasn't very cost efficient. We'll uh, talk to our guy Seth Leather from the uh, Fish Tank Podcast Dolphins post game show. We'll talk a little Dolphins with him coming up next. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. They need me to go, but I don't want to leave. Rest in peace, little kid. Pigeonhole, I'm a night out. It's a different mode. I'm going to have to make a paint of six on a pinky toe. Heard you with a shooting guard. Just let it... No, I would have your court side, not the middle row. All good love. Everybody, Tobin and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM, and we're going to be a chance to win two tickets and a parking pass to see the Dolphins play the Texans on November 27th. All you have to do is text the keyword football to 20357. That's football to 20357. If your name is picked, you win. Standard data and message rates apply. Please do not text and drive. It's sponsored by Dade County Federal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Miami Dolphins. Go to finscu.com today. There's a lot of things you shouldn't do and drive. You shouldn't eat croquetas and drive either. I disagree with that. I think that's a that's that's a, a completely appropriate. I didn't know I didn't know food. that the container that Publix put it in was going to all of a sudden do a bear trap and snap close. Just get you quick. And it just kicked it out of my hand on the highway. I would look. I was ready to finish it off. I almost pulled over on the side of the highway to get it. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go out to the uh, Toyota of Hollywood guest line. Yeah. Shop over 1,500 toys indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Talk to our guy from the Fish Tank podcast with O.J. McDuffie. You also can hear him on the postgame show with Travis Wingfield and O.J. McDuffie. Seth Levitt joining us there. We just saw Seth at the Tyreek Hill Family Foundation. Seth, yep. what's going on, man? Thanks for joining us. Good to see you guys again, although none of us are as cleaned up as we were that night. But uh, no, <laughs> no. You know, I'm glad you brought it up. You guys did a fabulous job. I, you know, Leroy, I thought you took us to church a little bit. I mean, he, he was out there. And yeah, it was, uh, it was a special night. Uh, kudos to Tyreek. If we do it again, up and just be, Seth, if we do it ahead. again, we're doing the auction. Yeah, we want to be yeah, the auctioneers. Uh, yeah, yeah. We felt like we felt like we could be better he, auctioneers. He, he didn't he didn't get he didn't get the maximum, you know. What they raised a lot of money. I was proud of them for yeah. it. I was happy to see it. But yes, I think you guys could have done a great job. And, and I was just gonna say, Tyree could have just shown up in South Florida, been the cheetah, been the best receiver in football, which he's doing all those things, and he would own the t- own the city. It'd be great. 
But when you, you know, on top of all of that, he found a way to put that event mm -hmm. together and have his team out there and raise money and what an amazing cause. So yep. that was a really cool night. It was awesome to be it here was with fun. you guys. It was definitely fun. It was uh, it was a lot of it was a lot of great work and uh, everybody you know who puts those events together like you do with Jason Taylor like it's just such a cool thing to see um, I you know it. those athletes, it's not easy it, I, mean, it, I, know, I would imagine with all, so. with all the people behind the scenes hey. we spoke to I can tell it's oh. not easy it's not and, easy putting those things together and there were changes until the first words we spoke right you just kind of got to <laughs> go with the flow surprised. hey so I'm not surprised Seth I want to ask you this and I told people this. And I said this right after the game. There's no team in the NFL that could beat what you saw today. No team. I mean, I was winning football. Yeah, no, I was winning football, regardless no of the opponent. team, regardless of the opponent. You controlled the line of scrimmage. You ran the ball for almost 200. You threw the ball for almost 300. Your third down no. efficiency was off the charts. You did whatever you wanted to do, and it all started – from a place where Mike McDaniel loves to start, and that's the running game. Who beats that? Who beats that? Yeah, if you can bring that to the table each and every week, you're right. I mean, that's a tough out for anybody, and it doesn't matter who the opponent is. Granted, you're not going to play the Cleveland Browns every week, and and they've got some good football players over there. Right. But we know there's some better football teams, um, but you're but at that that level of play. Uh, it doesn't matter who the opponent is. I agree. So it, it'd be nice to see. It was interesting to hear Tua talk about, you know, momentum. You almost kind of lose momentum going into the bye week as much as it's important to get that rest. And hopefully a couple guys who are nicked up can can get that rest and get some ice and stem and, and feel, uh, feel like they've got some fresh legs when they come back for Houston. But, uh, man, they have been rolling. And, the, and starting with that quarterback, unbelievable what Tua's yeah. been doing. And you brought up third down efficiency. I mean, it's it's historic. It's, it's right. I mean, 140 something rating. I've never yeah. seen anything like it. Right. It's um. You know what? He two is right from this standpoint. When you got it going and you get into a groove, not only with games, but you get into a groove of how well you're adapting to game plans and adjustments you make from week to week, and you get right. into a groove to where. You only have to tweak little things because everything's working. To have to take a week off and then you got to take a test when you come back to see if yeah. we're going to continue or if we're going to have to work on some some previous things. Yeah, I could see why, you know, you want to keep it going. I don't disagree. I mean, my kids just had three days off they didn't expect because of the hurricane, and they had to go back to school, and it was like the summer just ended. Like, they couldn't, right, you know. So, right. so, you know, these guys get – and, you know, I say these guys, Leroy, you lived it, but you're such creatures of habit, and the whole thing is getting into a rhythm, building a routine, everything that you do, the time the meeting starts, the time you get in there for stretch, the time that you spend in the cold tub, and there's an interruption in that. And, and there are some benefits to that interruption, and, and the biggest of which is that guys aren't getting smacked around, and and they can you know heal up some bruises, and hopefully some of that soft tissue stuff starts feeling a little bit better in the morning. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't ever want them to stop playing football when they've had a run like they've had the last three. You know weeks. how coaches used to get around that? When I was in Minnesota, the first day of camp, yeah, we, we got a schedule throughout the Super Bowl. Wow. And, and, and This is what it looks like, huh? Yep, this is what we're going to be doing. So I could point to any day during the football season and, and, and Denny Green would stick to that schedule. Now, conversely, Bill Belichick 
would say, <laughs> bye week. Did, you're going to determine what your bye week is based on how you play leaving the bye week and going into the bye week. If That's we fair. struggle, if we struggle the game before, we're going to get three or four days of work in. If not, if I feel comfortable with where we are, then you'll get the whole week off. But what Bill used to do is you may get four days off, but not in a row. Mm. So he did the Interesting. Next. Yeah. So you come in, he say, okay, guys, Monday and Tuesday off. Come back yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Saturday and Sunday off. You get Monday and Tuesday off. Come back ready for next week. So you couldn't do nothing. You can't travel too far. Right. (laughs) Exactly. We're like, we might as well practice. You could probably head over to Atlantis or something. At least down here, the guys could shoot over to Bimini or do something here. But, yeah, if you're out there, there's probably not a whole lot you could do. Some of the the heat guys do that on a weekend. Well, listen, that's just a whole different deal. Those guys, I couldn't believe basketball players. They set up appearances based on the road trips of nightclubs that they're going to visit the night before. I mean, yeah. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. That's a whole different deal. And, uh, you know, but uh, this sport is unique for a lot of reasons, and that's certainly one of them. Listen, we heard Coach McDaniel say he he is a leader by example, and he's going to lead by showing them how to rest. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I imagine he's encouraging them to – to let their hair down and get their feet up. So speaking of uh, Mike McDaniel, you guys had uh, Alec Ingold on. He's the episode for the Fish Tank podcast this week. That's a that's a McDaniel guy. This past game, like, had to be. You know, I'm sure he's loved everything that they've gotten, obviously from Tyreek and Jay Waddle. But this game was probably like what he envisioned when he took the job between all the guys that uh, you know contributed to the win and how they got it done with the balance. Uh, you yeah. know, what are you? What were some of the interesting things from Alec about Mike McDaniel? that you got on this week, not spoiling everything, but maybe like a tidbit that uh, that fans could look forward to. Sure. I mean, you're right. It, it really did check all the boxes of everything you would hope that Mike McDaniel was going to bring to this team. Right. And, and I, you know, as a side to, and I'm definitely going to answer your question here, but uh, you know, you guys are in the business of getting guests. When you line up a guest and then everything falls perfectly for you. I mean, we get Alec Ingold on Thursday and then the guy goes out and he scores the first touchdown of the game. He, you know, he's uh, he's making catches. He's doing pirouettes and fall, jumping over defensive backs and doing all these things and playing smash mouth football. And they run for 200, like Leroy said. I mean, I'm just sitting up there like, you know, this. I can't wait to drop this episode. And it's also the one year anniversary, literally to the day that he was carted off the field in Oakland uh, with his ACL injury. So, you know, you talk about a resurrection for Alec Ingold, Mm -hmm. it's really special. But what he talked about to your point there, uh, Tobin, is that he said, you know, he picked this team for a very specific reason. He said, I thought I I knew how to play football. I'm really playing football now. And that he is learning things that he didn't even realize existed about the game and the position. And he used the term reinventing the fullback position. And we joke about how, you know, there's only a handful of fullbacks in the darn on the planet anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not it, it's a lost art and a, a dying breed in, in a lot of ways. Uh, and he's one of the few in the proud. But he said this is fullback uh, in a, on an entirely new level, something that he just couldn't even have envisioned as excited as he was to be here. So it said the game plan changes every week. He said that, you know, you think that you might expect whatever, your same 15 plays as a fullback that you run all year. So he's learning 100 plays a week. And it's right. always different. And there's different formations. And, and we see that. And I think we're seeing the re- result of that 
based on the way the opponents are trying uh, unsuccessfully to stop this offense. Cleveland had two weeks to prep for this game, and they looked like they woke up that day and, and had no idea what to expect. I think it's um, one of the things that has changed with the fullback is instead of drafting a true fullback, you kind of go with somebody who's like a tweener, like in between a fullback and a tight end. And mm. so a, a lot of these guys, and, and the Dolphins have had guys like this, that they use them to go in motion a lot, they sit them in the backfield, they move them around a lot, and sometimes these offenses now are treating that guy as their most, most versatile in the backfield. So they're going to use him yeah. a lot. He's going to do a lot of different things, and, and that's probably what makes it fun for him, that, yeah, he's listed as a fullback. Sometimes you'll see him in the slot. Sometimes you'll see him on the end of the line of scrimmage. And, and I think that's where this position has evolved in that, you know, these guys are being used in so many different ways that it kind of helps your team out. Yeah, there's no question about it. We see it each and every Sunday and certainly saw it this past Sunday. Uh, and, and while there are not a lot of fullbacks left playing or, you know, true fullbacks, the mm -hmm. guys I joked about, you know, I like my fullbacks to not, you know, I don't want them to bathe for a week and don't brush your teeth and, you know, just have blood dripping down from your forehead. And, you know, and Alec kind of, he, he doesn't, he's not any of that, uh, although he certainly does not lack for toughness by, by any stretch of the imagination. But he is a versatile athlete. He played quarterback in high school. He was when he first got to Wisconsin. They they threw him at linebacker, then at running back, then at fullback. And on one hand, you're like, God, can I just settle in on a position and try and perfect my craft? On the other hand, it says you must be a pretty decent athlete if they think that you can do all these things. Right. Uh, Seth, let me ask you this. Let's bring you in for our question of the day. So I was at the Heat game last night. Saw Melvin oh, wow. Ingram. All right. Okay. Saw Melvin Ingram talking to a certain wide receiver who was there. You may have heard of him, Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> uh, Never let, heard of him. Well, let me just ask you this. Odell Beckham Jr. on the Dolphins. Tickle your fancy? Uh, so this is like a – this is a setup. This question is a setup, Tobin. Welcome uh, to I'm, my world, uh, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like, this is a total setup. So do I think they need to add a piece like Odell Beckham? Do, do the Miami Dolphins offense need to do that? I would say no. This is one of the most explosive offenses in all of football right now. They are dealing – you've already got – you know, there's only one football to go around on every play. And, and you've got amazing chemistry right now on that offense, in that huddle, in that locker room. You got Tyreek Hill putting up historic numbers. Jalen Waddle, who's also having a Pro Bowl-like season thus far. How in the hell did Sherfield turn? Like, I mean, that guy's looking like an all-world player. He does look really good. And then, and then the carries and everything else. You know, to me, do you need, if we're going to put in air quotes there, do you need to add that piece? I don't think you need to add that piece. Do you worry about disrupting the chemistry of the offense? I, you know, I don't know if that's fair to say. That certainly didn't happen last year with the Rams. He was not disruptive at all and and, and was additive and not, not disruptive or subtractive. Um, and who better to figure out how to utilize yet another offensive weapon uh, than Mike McDaniel? So yeah. could he maximize the talents? I fully expect that he could. Do they need to make that move? I don't think that they do. You know, if Odell Beckham played cornerback, I would say they need to back up the Binks truck, <laughs> Binks truck and, <laughs> and, and figure out how do we get him out there hey. to have that kind of a talent to, to supplement what Seth. we've got going on in secondary. But I don't think you need it at the receiver Seth. position. How 
how the hell did you just answer that question both ways? <laughs> I'm an old PR guy by trade, Leroy. Come on, man. Pick well a side. Done. Pick a side, Seth. I feel like. <laughs> no, because here's what's going to happen. You're going to think... No, no, no. You be quiet because I'm going to spell this out right now. You're going to get off the phone. I thought I did a pretty damn good job. You know what his first, you, you know what he's going to say to me? Even Seth agrees with me. <laughs> and you're going to say, no, he didn't. He agreed with me. My only question was, did it tickle your fancy? And it kind of sounds like it did. I didn't ask if they needed him. See? No. <laughs> okay. So do they, does it tickle my, I, I, I don't, it doesn't. If they signed him, it would raise my eyebrow and be like, wow, what's this going to look like? Do I need it? Am I like, yo, sign him. I'm so excited that Melvin Ingram was on the sideline talking to him. No, I don't. Like, I, I'm i blown away by what they have here. I mean, we're I am too. I, Clayton comparison. I am too. But I think that could you just imagine, like, they already feel like they're going all in. If they could convince Odell to sign on, and all the people to pursue right. him, the, the Cowboys, the I'll Bills, and then he comes to really Miami. To. <laughs> Here's what I will say since Leroy really wants me to. And, and and that position is a unique position. And that position historically, right? That's the I always say receivers are the NBA players of the NFL. You know, and so mm-hmm. and sometimes it really works well. And Tyree Kill has been MVP like we talked about this last week, not just because of his performance on the field, but because of what he's meant to everybody in that locker room. Right. And I think that football, especially the ultimate team sport, and this is not a rah-rah speech, but it's the ultimate team sport where chemistry is so critically important that when you have things going the right way and you don't have an emergency situation with an injury where you have to fill in a space, I think you need to ride the hot hand and go with what you've got, particularly when you've got two guys that are playing top five football at the position. So, so my feeling is I don't, I don't know that I'd want to rock the boat and I'm not saying uh, this is not me projecting that Odell is disruptive or what have you. I'm just saying in general, what's working is working. So why would you go in there and try to try to, you know, fix something that's not broken. Uh, I hear you. I I understand because here, here, wait, here, here, here comes, here comes Mr. Wiggles. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm saying you're right. Listen, it could turn out, it could turn out to be the Brooklyn Nets. It could be a disaster. Could turn out to be the big three heat. I mean, imagine you got, you got Waddle, Odell and Tyreek. Uh-huh. To me, the big three is Waddle, right? It's it's Tyreek, and it's number one. It's oh, Tua Tungavailoa. So That's the big three. He's so good, you know. Man. So I, so like, uh, I just told Tobin coming in for the hard sell. He's trying. I, I mean, it's, look again. If it happened, and I don't see it happening. If it did, <laughs> if it did happen, these comments are just because, uh, unbelievable. See, see, Seth, you only get a little taste of it. Right? Yeah, I get my 14 minutes a week. Right. (laughs) Tobin subjects us to these theories and notions all day. My eyes saw what they saw. I saw two guys chatting it up in a heat game. I was like, that's interesting. You know, you can be friends and not play with each other. You're right. You know what? You could. But could it also have come up? Perhaps. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a very NBA thing. They they do that, and the next thing you know, they're all riding the same banana boat at the back of the, you know, whatever, on a European vacation. That's not the way it works in this league. These guys literally have been bleeding together for however many months, and I just think the chemistry, we have not seen a team as cohesive as this and having the kind of chemistry and enjoying playing with each other and having each other's backs. And, and again, I'm not saying that Odell's a bad guy. I'm not saying that at all. You could have somebody that has been known as a great teammate elsewhere, but it's like, it, it's, it's such a really special mix that they have going on right now. And it's not basketball, bro. Basketball is different because nobody cares and they all go and do their own thing and whatever. And, and team chemistry is not the same. I know we have culture down here. I get that. But team chemistry is not nearly as important in basketball, in my opinion, as it is in the ultimate team sport football. And I just think do not mess with this offense right now, bro, because they are rolling. You know what? Here's a guy. Seth, I want you to take a good look. Here's a guy, if you let him, (laughs) would ruin the Dolphins. That's not true. (laughs) You, 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 You would ruin the Dolphins. And your okay. explanation would be, I just wanted to add a little sweetener. That is true. That's how Chris Greer's going, baby. I like the fact sweetener. that he's going all in. This is fun. That's uh, not all in, though. You oh are here, to be honest with you, you are already all in. You brought in you brought in Tyreek Hill, Bradley Chubb, Jeff Wilson. Right? That's the three guys, the three additions that you made with along with Teron uh, Armstead. The Agreed. three additions that you him. made that you spent a boatload of money. We talk about what? $500 million? But if you see a scratch off on the floor after already winning the lottery, you're still not going to take a quarter and see what the results are? <laughs> yeah, but you can't disrupt. So here's the thing. If you take, if you win that scratch off and put that pile of money on another pile of money, money is not going to be disrupted. You know, your $2 million are not going to be offended by the 200000 that come in from the scratch-off. But that's different in a huddle. Yes. That's a whole different animal. So Odell's like FTX? We just don't know? <laughs> no, we know. I'm just saying know Odell's not we on know. this roster, yeah. and the guys who are on this roster are getting it done. And I say, let's ride with them. That's what I say. Go get the uh, the Fish Tank podcast. Alec Ingle is their <laughs> guest this week. Seth Levitt does a great job with OJ McDuffie. Great Dolphins podcast, and they do a fantastic job on the postgame show with Travis Wingfield as well. Appreciate the time, man. Thanks for having fun with us. Thanks, Seth. Uh, thank you, guys. It was a great time. All right. We'll take a quick break here on the show. You're the worst. Back with more for this. You're the worst. I took the top off. I'm dripping like hot sauce. I got drunk in this clean row. Baby, give me that mean mouth. Hit it like off. I take the top off, dripping like hot sauce. That's your tomato. Uh, that's my motto, dude. That's how I live life. That's Dustin Poirier's motto. That that guy is such a good fighter. You know what? I just I I I, I love him so much. And you want to know what I respect about Dustin? What? You know, he goes and gets this fight and win over Michael Chandler. What does he do he, in the press conference? They say who should he fight next? He doesn't call for the champion. He goes, damage is done. I know he's fighting Volkanovski. He doesn't ask for Connor again. Been there, done that. He goes, I'm going to take on Benil Dariush. Oh. Like, not that big a name, tough as hell, has been beating everybody because that's the guy who deserves it. Because Dustin Poirier, you know what he does? He's a man of honor, and he fights the toughest fights, and he usually wins. And that's just why I love him. I want him to end. I would really love at, at some point he just gets that one time to end his career as undisputed champion. I know he got the interim strap 
He beat Max Holloway. That's a hell of a pieced him up. That's a hell of an accomplishment. But that guy I would really just love to see. You think you think like we're not, but you think people sleep on Poirier because he's always there. Yes. Right? Like he's fighting he's the guy fighting all of the tough fights. He's the guy, you know, getting into these these wars. Yeah. And and they just kind of overlook him as being, you know, because he's not he's just fighting the tough guys. You don't care. Yeah, I think I think for sure he's one of those guys is just uh, is slept on and done, and also just why he's not like you know as we've had him on the show he's not the biggest talker in the world he's a real one he kind of just keeps it short sweet and, right. and just how he is, um, but you know as entertaining a fighter in the cage as there is, his fights are always fun. Find he, a boring <laughs> Dustin Poirier fight it doesn't he, exist. Uh, there's two two guys if if you like physical, bloody. Aggressive fights. Go watch a Diaz brother or Poirier. Yep. You're gonna get you're gonna get what you're looking for. Uh I want to mention also that um, you know, uh rest in peace to Anthony Rumble Johnson. I know, he, I saw uh, it yesterday. Yeah, uh news came out on Sunday. It was actually like right after the Dolphins win that uh Rumble had uh had passed away. Um they say he's he been uh, sick for a while. He'd been dealing with some sickness, yeah. He, you know, because there was thoughts he was going to come back and he was going to fight and he was making a come. He was going to fight in bare knuckle, and they just never did. He never did. Um, and he just he just wasn't doing well, and and he was uh, he died with uh, organ failure from non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, just just an awful thing. Mm-hmm. And that guy was one of the most feared punchers in all of the sport mm-hmm. um i think one of the ones we the ones we never got one of the fights the, the ones we never, we never got to see him versus john jones i think one of the things that people are excited about with john versus Ngannou is we never seen john really against like one of those one hitter quitters like a, those guys a haymaker just, a haymaker yeah. like how does john handle that you know he's been there with some great strikers like gustafson but like what what happens when he gets in there with a just an absolute hammer and uh, we never got him versus Rumble. Rumble lost to, uh, to DC a couple times when John was on the outs. Um, but yeah, so I, is, I, I was. Um, but I'm I'm trying to think. Is he? He's gonna fight heavyweight now, though, right? Yeah, he's gonna go fight in Ghana, probably. Okay, and he's never fought in heavyweight. No. Okay. No, it's been so, one of the things we've been waiting so, for in the so sport for the longest why. time. That's why, though. Because a lot of. Why? The, because a lot of those guys aren't like that in the the middle. Um, in the light heavyweight, light no, they're heavyweight. not. So no, they're not. They're a lot all of them are like DC grappler. They're either they're, yeah, grapplers or good volume strikers right. and things like that. Um, and he was just the best out of all of them. And 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 uh, but but Rumble was special. Rumble had you know crazy crazy power and uh, never got to see that. And I'm I'm you know it's it's tough like seeing all the. Like our guy Tyrone Spong was super close with them. They were in the same mm-hmm. gym for a long time. Rashad Evans, another friend of the show, and our new friend Gilbert Burns. You know, this this is their friend. They've been training with this guy before anybody knew who these guys are right. back when they were in mm-hmm. Black Stallions and Boca. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel bad for all of those guys who lost their friend too. And uh he was yeah. he was just such a such a, a force when he got into the uh, in the octagon. So uh rest in peace to Rumble Johnson, a uh, guy that lived down here for a while and um Really, uh, just a fan favorite in the in in the UFC. He was uh, tremendous. So that's uh, that was a tough thing to see yesterday. And then uh, also, while we're just doing awful news, that's that story out of Virginia is uh, you know just three, unthinkable. Three football players to harm, and it and it was another football player that did it, right? 
Yeah, out of uh, off a field trip. Crazy, man. What's wrong with folks, man? I don't know. Like, like uh, no matter how mad I get at people, that ain't an option. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing? I don't know, man. I mean, but I don't know. I mean, that's you, un- you know that's, what it is. That's, that's you, unthinkable. You turn on the TV, people think it's okay. <sighs> and so, like, yeah. Um, on to lighter things. Please do. Me and uh, an old frog boy were having a conversation <laughs> during the break because he's going to go on a cruise shortly. Oh. How do we feel about cruises? Uh, I've only been on one, uh, and I had a good time. How many days was it? I think it was a week. I think it was a week. It was it was for my anniversary, my first anniversary. Went on a cruise with my wife. Oh, to the. But we are. But we are. We went to the. We went to the Bahamas. Oh, and just bounced around the. Yeah, kind of bounced around. We did a swim with stingrays type of thing. That was fun. Why are you every t- trip you take? got to involve animals. Can't okay, you and your wife just go have fun? You don't have to be gold sightseeing and seeing some wildlife. I want to go to Costa Rica to the rainforest. It seems fun. It does you know, seem fun. You know, but, but see, I don't know. Can I just say hmm? the rainforest that I see on Animal Planet? Yeah, that's not the rainforest I want to see. Cause there's stuff in the rainforest that that are terrifying. I don't know. We're going away uh, for Thanksgiving. We're going to Tennessee, and I looked at like the pl- well. We're not going to like Nashville or Memphis. Um, we're going to like Smoky Mountains. Nice. I'm like, what are the top things to do? And it's just it's like moonshine distillery, nice whiskey distillery. Ooh. <laughs> I'm like, wait. So everything hey, is just making go, alcohol. Uh, hey, bring me back some pappy. Happy. What? Happy. Happy Van Winkle. Sounds like okay. moonshine. What is that? Is that moonshine? It's like one of the most expensive scotches in the world. Wow. All right. I will look for I that. I think they're in Kentucky well, or Tennessee. I'm not sure. Uh, well, I'll look for it. Yeah, but it was like all these alcohol distilleries. It's just all they're yeah. doing in the mountains. That's all Kentucky yes. and Tennessee? Uh, That's what they're doing. Toby, you may not want to agree to this, dude. He wasn't what? lying about the price. It's over $1,000 for one bottle. Oh. What if I get you? Uh, what if I get you, uh, Papi Chulo, Ben Winkle? <laughs> <laughs> Point <laughs> We got damages done coming up next hour. I want to get back into the heat. The heat had a great victory last night. Spoke game of the Gooseys yesterday. I'm not gonna lie, dude. We'll get to that coming up next. Gooseys. <laughs> Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.